Welcome to the Junior Golf Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping parents and juniors navigate through the journey of junior golf. From fitness to mental coaching, we cover it all on this podcast. Here's your host, Ro Thompson. All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Junior Golf Podcast. I am your host, Ro Thompson. And man, we have a special guest in the on the podcast tonight. None other than the great Rowan Sullivan. Hey, what's up, Ro? How you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, I'm sitting here ready to ready to talk some golf with you, some junior golf. Good man. I could talk about golf all day. I don't know about you, but I no, can man. talk golf all <laughs> That's day. That's an easy task for me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, listen, man. Uh, before we get into a lot of the the junior golf and we know you're on your way to playing golf, uh, golf at a, a a big power school. Give us give us a little bit of background about yourself. Tell us a little bit about, about yourself. Okay, so I uh, like you said that I just graduated from Porter Gout High School in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, okay. I'm headed to play golf at Vanderbilt. I'm going to be a freshman there in the fall. Um, I live in Charleston now, but I was not born here. I was born in Southwest Virginia. Um, on the border of Tennessee and Bristol, a city called Bristol. Okay. Uh, I my dad was the one who got me into golf. You know, he always tried his hardest when we lived on a golf course in Virginia. But you know, as soon as we moved to Charleston, I was like, you know what, Dad, I think I want to try golf. So, uh, you know, he said, you know, of course you do, and he, you know, made the decision with my mom to join the club at Country Club of Charleston where I practice, and I've played six days a week since, and course is closed on Mondays. So, um, you know, I have developed a serious love for the game of junior golf and have really enjoyed junior golf um, and look forward to, you know, seeing what I can do on the next step of my journey. The next stage. That's right. That's right. So, man, what how old were you when you got started? Do you remember? So I started playing seriously probably when I was or competitively. Um, I don't know if you want to call it seriously because I played, um, you know, quite a few sports when I was in middle school. I played basketball. I swam. Uh, okay. I played soccer. Uh, I really decided to focus on golf when I got into high school. That's when I um, stopped playing the other sports. Um, I started playing competitive golf when I was about seventh grade, sixth grade, okay. going into seventh grade, I believe. Um, started playing on the SNEDS tour, which was in, like I said, that Tennessee, um, northeast Tennessee area. So um, that's where I got my start, kind of played some nine hole tournaments, um, kind of felt it out and then decided that I really love playing it. So I, I kept playing tournament golf. That's great. That's great, man. Good. It's, 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 you know, once you really, once you get into golf, you really fall in love with it and it's hard to give it up because you try to try to master it. But in the yeah. back of my mind, we know we can't really master golf. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's never going to happen. Okay, so now let me ask you a question, Brian, because, Rowan, because, you know, you can get really frustrated in golf. Why, why do you like playing golf? Tell, 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 tell the audience why you like playing it so much. I'd say one of the things, like, you know, it's so cliche, but, you know, I yeah. love nature. I love to be outside. Okay. Uh, one of the things I've always loved, like I said, I grew up in a small town. I've always grown up being outside. Um I love golf for the places that, you know, it brings me, you know, like I said, it's super cliche, but it's 
part of the reason I love golf is because of the beautiful sights that I get to see. Yes. Uh, you know, my dad's taught me from a young age that networking is vital. So networking and golf go hand in hand and I get to meet a ton of new people. Um, not only junior players that I enjoy making friends with, but people that are older than me um, who might have influence over me later in my life. So that's an important thing that, you know, I, I manage um, diligently. And I, I think that's, you know, only a small part of the reason why I love golf. But I also love golf because I love competing. Um, I'm a fiery spirit. I was mm-hmm. named I, my senior superlative this year was most competitive in the school. So, um, <laughs> right. I, you know, that's something that I, I wear as a badge of honor. So I just love competing and competing against yourself and, you know, having the ball only in your hands is something that I enjoy. That's good. That's really good. So, man, what, what have you been doing to really get your game fine tuned? Cause you've had some really good uh, finishes and you, I think you won um a tournament not too long ago what what tournament was that one that that you won a, a few months ago so i won uh the inaugural congaree match play tournament which is i think that's right um, the state junior golf association is moving to make the you know state match play so okay um, it, it's a smaller field uh 32 kids uh, you're seated um you know based off of ranking uh, i got into the field based off of ranking and then I was just matched up with kids who were, you know, bracket wise, um, ranking wise. And then, uh, yeah, you just play, play, we played two rounds the first day, two rounds the second day, and then the final match on the third day. And by the time I was through about three and a half rounds, I think my shins, I was like, oh my God, I definitely have shin splints. And I looked over (laughs) at my brother. (laughs) I looked over at my brother caddying for me that week. And, you know, he's like, Yep, we both do. So, oh, right. <laughs> uh, you know, it was a tough a lot grind, of walking, right? Yeah, yeah. is <laughs> not an easy walk. So, right. um, you know, speaking that fine tuning, I think that one of the game, the one of the parts of my game that I've been focusing on the most is uh, learning how to practice the right way. Uh, you know, I I'm not scared of being at the golf course for eight hours a day. Uh, right. You know, that's not necessarily uh, the right thing to do, though. Most of the time. Uh, you want to figure out an efficient way to tackle your practice and do the things that you need to be doing to improve the parts of your game that are lacking. So um, I think that managing my practice is been the, has been the part of my game that has improved my play the, the most. Gotcha. So, so take us through, take us through your practice routine. Cause you said something really key just now. You said you don't mind spending eight hours on the course. And so in my mind, that's great because you you know you can really fine tune some things if you're spending more time than everybody else. So walk us through you know a, a little bit of your practice routine. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that COVID um, brought brought to me was you know a group of friends that uh, I was lucky enough to be able to develop with. Um, a couple of kids that are older than me, uh, Zach Adams, who's a rising sophomore at the University of South Carolina right now. Right. He plays on their team. Uh, he had a great freshman year and he was he's only a year older than I am. So when I first was starting out of the country club, he was a great friend to make. OK. Uh, and, you know, I said it's easy to spend eight hours because, you know, the golf round takes four hours of your time. So I I, I play quite a lot of golf. OK. Um, you know, uh, you know, playing for, you know money or you know pride it's something playing for something against your friends right um it really has you know it it lights a fire 
under your keister if I'm allowed to, I don't know if I'm allowed to use curse words on here, but. <laughs> no, uh, you're, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I also, you know, I figured that I needed to, you know, keep it simple because over the past eight months, I've found myself, you know, climbing out of a slump. Okay. Uh, you know, in the, in the winter of 2022, I wasn't playing my best. Okay. Uh, and I think that's just because I was thinking about it too much. So the part of, yeah. you know, re-simplifying the game and learning how to practice, like I said, the right way I've said it over and over, um, has been monumental to me because I'm not, you know, freaking out over every little technical thing. Mm-hmm. I find myself as a person to be super pessimistic and too technical, which is not necessarily the thing that you want when you're practicing the golf swing. So, um, you know, I, I've really had to work hard to learn to just practice simply and practice the right way. Um, you know, short game putting, um, mm-hmm. you know, I like, to, I like to think about one thing at a time now, work on right. one time. And, um, you know, my coach always tells me, that fundamentals are the most important. And if you can't start with your fundamentals, then you're, you're not going to go anywhere. So, um, making sure you want to, you want to give a shout out to your coach, bro. Uh, I go to Justin Parsons who, and Chan okay. Reed kind of share me. Um, he, they both are stationed in sea Island. So I go to the golf performance center down there. Okay. Um, and I've been really, uh, thankful to them for what, what they've helped me do as well. Great. Great. There's not nothing wrong with giving a little shout out to your coach every now and then. Mm-hmm. That's true. He doesn't need many <laughs> shout outs from a guy like me, but you know, he might appreciate it. Right, right, right. So, 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 what would you recommend if, when you look back on your journey, what would you recommend to a ten-year-old, a twelve-year-old, somebody that's younger? What would you recommend to them to help their journey uh, be a little smoother? smoother oh you know i would say that to make your journey smoother you'd have to accept the ups and downs yes because um, they're gonna come right yeah they're like like i said i on my way working out of a slump i believe i'm out of it and i'm playing well now i'm playing my best golf in a while um but yeah it's kind of an ironic statement the fact that to smooth the road out, you have to understand the bumps and turns. But, um, you know, I think that's truly, you know, the best way to understand it, because if you let yourself get down for a long period of time as a 10, 12 year old kid mm-hmm. who wants to play the game that he loves, you're going to get burnt out. Um, gotcha. And I think that it's important just to love the game for what it is while you're that young and learn how to compete. Because once you get to my age and our age group and our physical capabilities, pretty much everybody can hit it the same way. Uh, you know, once you get to the top level, everybody can make a putt. It's whether or not you got the you got the courage to compete that way and stand up and, and make the putt. Um, so I think that, you know, loving the game for what it is and, you know, being a true competitor, learning to be a true, true competitor and staying resilient is important. Yeah, I like what you talked about when you said, you know, you're going to have ups and downs and you have to be able to accept that for what it is and just be be patient enough to come out of the slump when you when you when you when you're in it. Do you do you know why you were in a slump? Yeah, I think, like I said, I, I was just kind of like. Thinking about it too much, I was too deep right. into the golf game, you know, 
golf had kind of grabbed me and pulled me into a hole and <laughs> gotcha. uh just it, it can do that it, it, it can do that it was doing the it was doing the death roll with me <laughs> and, you know, right. i had right. to kind of kick it in the gut and just kind of step away and be like what do i need to reset and it turned out it was my mind so wow um, you know i just need to um keep keep focusing on keeping it simple so that's I think, good I, I think if anybody asked me why i'm you know, not myself when I'm playing golf, it's because I'm thinking too much. Right. Now you've had some, uh, you've had some pretty good finishes, some wins over the last couple of years. What's been your favorite win out of all your tournaments that you won? Uh, my favorite win um, would have to be the state junior. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't won too many tournaments, but you know, I've had a ton of good finishes. Yeah. Uh, the state junior means the most to me because of um, you know, just the magnitude of winning something like that is cool to have right. in your back pocket, you know, when you grow old. Um, and that was at Forest Country Club? It was at Forest Lakes. Or Forest, Forest Lake, Lake. In, in Columbia, right. In Columbia, yes, sir. Okay. So, um, you know, it was cool to be able to go there and win in a full field and play well, um, you know, tackle multiple, um, you know, problems throughout I mean, any any problem you can think of during a golf tournament, you know, I faced it, you know, was penalized <laughs> during the what? final round. <laughs> and yeah, still won. Um, but yeah, and I I talk about it with my mom and dad that, you know, it's valuable that I did never skipped out on the state junior because, you know, when you grow up and you remember about the tournaments that you played in, you can always go back and remember the fact that you were the state champion of the South Carolina Junior Golf Association. So um i'd say that's the most meaningful that's good that's a that's a that's a big win big win and what do you what 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 do you uh who are some of your favorite golfers whether it's pro lpga who, who's some of your favorite golfers so right now my favorite golfer i tell everybody is victor hovland i love his yeah. attitude um yeah yeah, I, I wish I could model my game after his in every way. Um, but, you know, what sticks out to me is the way that he handles everything and he handles it with grace and he's an amazing competitor, like I said, but always manages to find a way to keep a smile on his face. So, um, you know, it's inspiring for me to watch Victor Hovland uh, play golf and he's at the top of his game right now and he's playing well. Um, yes, yeah, he's been really close in the majors lately. Mm -hmm, yep, indeed. And, uh, you know, right as of right now, it's hard not to root for Ricky Fowler on his way back up as he claws it back out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just inspiring to see those those guys, you know, with such good attitudes and who represent themselves so well um, have success. That's good. Yeah. Ricky's one of those. He's one of my favorite golfers, too. He's the he's one of the main reasons why I only wore Puma for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still wearing it now. Yeah, exactly. So check it. So what? So who? So if you had to pick a dream foursome, who would that be? With you, pick three okay, other players. So you could only pick. You can only pick three other players. So I, you know, I'd have to go with Tiger Woods. My okay. dream would start with Tiger Woods. You can't so you, not, Tiger. Okay, I like it. You can't put Tiger. You can't not put Tiger in there. Right. Um. You know, it. it I want to go outside the sport. I want to go with like a bunch of you know people that are you know magnates in their field but um oh gosh it's a tough question you know I'd want to play with people that 
you know, are fun to be around. I'd say right. that, um, you know, it pops into my mind now that DJ Khaled has been playing a lot of golf. Yeah, we just we just saw him the other day. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we were at West Palm Beach. He came by the park, which is a, which is a new, uh, well, it's a newly renovated course. They just opened back up in April, and he came out to uh, see all the junior golfers in Florida. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah. his excitement that he puts Let's in Let's go golf, golfing, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would just be so fun to play around with him and just just to uh, witness the things he says and the things he does. Uh, um, so he would, he would be number three. And okay. then I would Last slot. I don't know. I, I would put an unnamed uh, member of my family in there just to, you know, make it, make it, <laughs> make it kind of go a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, my grandfather loves to play golf. So does my dad. Oh, he so, does? Okay. Uh, either one of them. Either one of them can fill that slot. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Now, what are some of your favorite courses um, that you've played or that you'd like to play one day? So I think my favorite course that I've played in the state would have to be Congaree. You know, the okay. experience was really cool. Um, my favorite course that I've played in America Mm-hmm. It would have to be a course that we belong to still up in Tennessee or Virginia. It's called the Old Farm Golf Club, which is okay. uh, it was it's a newer newer club. It's a link style mm-hmm. golf course, bent grass, okay. um, rye rye rough. Um, it's one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever played golf in. And it's wow. it's just like it just makes me happy to go back there and play golf because you know it reminds me of where I grew up, and it's just one of the most immaculate golf courses I've ever played. So. <laughs> Um, I love it. That's great. You said it's called Old Farm? The Old Farm. Both the Old e Farm. The old. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to put that in the memory bank. And if we're mm-hmm. up in Virginia, we have to check that out. All right. So, man, you're getting ready to start uh, at Vanderbilt uh, in the fall. What's what's your expectations? What's, 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 what's your goal? So, you know, it's tough to define a goal, um, yeah. you know, going into – a situation where you're going to have, you know, you're going to have to um, basically win a qualifier to get a chance to play right. because of how well everyone is playing on that golf team. Correct. So it's tough to define, you know, a goal, but I think that one of the things that I want to make sure that I do is like I said, be a sponge, um, mm-hmm. make sure I'm taking notes, make sure that I'm learning as much as I can from these guys that are older than me and better than me. Um, because at the end of the day, I'm going to be that, I'm going to be that senior. Um, and there's going to be kids that are coming in that hopefully want to learn from me. Right. And I want to, I want to grow the game just like how they're teaching me. So, um, you know, I just hope to learn as much as possible and I don't want to be overwhelmed by the fact that I'm playing with such, you know, good golfers, but it's, uh, it's going to be a challenge. I'm, I'm ready for it. And like I said, I'm a strong competitor. So, I figured if I couldn't beat these guys, then I don't deserve to play on the PGA Tour. So, um, you know, that's my that's my stance on it. That's good. And I was going to, and that was going to be one of my next questions is, you know, do you would you like to take a stab at the next level? Sorry, I lost you there. What'd you say? Oh, would you like to take a shot at the next level? Yes, that's always that's always been a dream of mine. Um, you know, I feel like 
every every golfer who goes to play at the collegiate level, you know, has maybe that inkling that they want to play PGA Tour golf. So, um, you know, it's hard to look on TV and watch these guys all all week and not want to play PGA Tour <laughs> right. golf. So, you know, they travel the world and see beautiful places and, you know, play for money, play golf for money, which is, you know, a blessing. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely the that's at the top of the list that the angle. Right. And those those purses are pretty big now, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, no matter where you play now. Exactly. Three, three point five million. You win a tournament here. You know, hey, that could that could set you up for for, for a year. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kevin Kisner said they don't pay bad for top 20 either. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think number three gets like a million five, you know, so it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's, it's really good right now. Really good. Mm-hmm. So what's in the bag, Rowan? What you got? What you got? So I play all ping clubs. Um, My woods are the G430. I play um, a G425 three hybrid, though. Um, That's my favorite club in my bag, I think. I've had it for about two and a half years, and I've hit – I can hit any shot with it, so I just love it, and it's always been kind to me. So (laughs) (laughs) I got to give it love back. And then I play the I-59 irons from four to uh, nine iron, and then I play – uh, the glide wedges, uh, 46, 50, 55, 60. And then I have a ping answer to, I believe it's got a LA golf shaft in it and okay. it's pretty heavy. Cause I can't putt with a light. I, I have to put with a heavy putter. It cannot be light. Right. And what, what do you, you know, what kind of weights you have in the bottom of your putter? I don't, it's tungsten weights. So they, they put it in actually while they were making it. Um, okay. it's not like unscrewable and screwable okay gotcha gotcha yeah um so that's great man that's great so um what what's the weirdest thing you have in your bag right now <laughs> like the a good luck charm, like a good luck coin or you know I'm something terrible that, so i um i never i can never keep down a ball marker so i'd never have any of that stuff never have i've never had a lucky ball marker or any of that okay, <laughs> okay. um I'd say, gosh, the weirdest thing would be trash from years ago. I mean, <laughs> stuff gets buried down there. Yeah, um, I'm a fig bar eater, so there could be a fig bar from 2016 in the wow. bottom of my bag that I, I would have no idea. Um, but yeah, I don't keep much stuff in my golf bag. I just keep the essentials, and I don't, I don't stick to anything. So, um, you know. I maybe I'll develop a superstition over the next couple of years that I have to have in my golf bag, but right now I don't have anything too strange out of the, out of the norm. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Now. So before we get ready to wrap up, uh, Rowan, is there anybody you'd like to give a shout out to, you know, just, just take some time to really thank, you know, as you've been on this journey, there's some people that you probably want to give a shout out to that you really appreciate the things that they've done for you. Who, who would you like to give a shout out to? Yeah, obviously your family comes to mind first, right? Your your mother and your father, like you, you're a dad who has a son who, you know, loves to play golf and right. the sacrifices that a parent like you makes to provide the environment for their child to go pursue the game of junior golf are tremendous. Um, and the amount of time that you have to put in, the amount of weekends that I've spent with my mother and father in a hotel room missing... <laughs> Yes. You know, God knows what, you know, they're missing things too. They're missing work. Um, you yeah. know, it's there. None of it would be possible 
without them. And, you right. know, I have two siblings, um, my sister, Lily, and my brother, Riley, who are always understanding of my situation. And they, um, you know, they spend weekends by themselves because, you know, either one parent is my dad works in the West Coast, like I said, so he's gone and my mom's with me. And, yeah. you know, they, they have to deal with um, a lot of my burdens that I put on them. So, Right. Um, I'm super thankful for the way they've adapted to help me live the way that I live. Um, you know, my, like I said, uh, the extended family also plays a, a role and my grandparents right. are really mm-hmm. supportive. My grandfather comes to almost every one of my golf tournaments and watches. He comes to everyone he can. He loves uh, it. He loves it. He's a, he's a, he's a fanatic. <laughs> he does. And yeah. uh, he, he lives, he lives golf just with me. So right. um, I'm grateful to have a family that, supports me to the fullest and gives me every opportunity that I want. Um, and you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a blessing to have parents like you and my parents that, you know, are willing to take the time to, um, like I said, provide those opportunities for their children. So, um, it's really cool. Well, great. But listen, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we had an opportunity to play with you, but or I didn't, but John did, but, yeah. uh, you know, even though he didn't do as well as we'd like, it was great, you know, getting out there, playing with you and seeing how well you conducted yourself and hope John was paying attention to how you handle adversity because you're not going to always hit the perfect shot in golf. So hopefully he picked up some good, some good, you know, good traits from you. And man, we, you know, we want to, you know, we wish you well um, at Vanderbilt. You know, I'm going to be watching on golf stats now. I'm going to just, I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to be looking for you. And so, man, is it, well, how can, how can our listeners uh, follow you on social media? Uh, well, I don't use Twitter or anything like that. I'm mainly just an Instagram guy. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, that's people. fine. Um, my name, Give everybody my, a handle. My Instagram handle is just Rowan Sullivan, um, spelled out okay. with a little underscore after Sullivan. So okay. Uh, if anybody wanted to go follow me, it would be on Instagram because that's where they get any content about me. But that's great. Uh, that's great. Hey, listen, it's all about it's all about followers. Yeah, you know, I guess so. Yeah, you got, you got, you got nil. You got mm-hmm. followers. They they that's they true. like that kind of stuff. So um, y'all listen. If you're out there on Instagram, follow Rowan Sullivan. I'm telling you, you he's he's got game. He's going to Vanderbilt, and he's going on. He's going to go do some great things. I appreciate your words. And I, uh, I wish I could have talked to John today, but um, if he was there, but I want to wish him good luck and I enjoyed playing with him. And yeah, uh, it's good to play with the younger kids too. You know, I feel so old, (laughs) you know, because I I swear I can remember being in this exact position as John, you know, Um, you know, a little concerned about, you know, what, what was going to happen with golf and what what I was going to make with it. So yeah. um, you know, if John or you ever needed any help um, or advice, or I know it's yeah. it's um, it's a tough, really tough thing to navigate. So um, yeah. I wish John all the luck with the underrated tour. That sounds like a really special opportunity and super, something that Steph Curry has done really well. Yes, um, and that's that's really cool for you know anybody who gets to play um, just because of the stage. Um, in the name uh, so yeah. I wish John all the luck and success and I hope to see him in, on the on the road in the future yeah you're gonna I think you're gonna see him he he had a he shot a 73 the first day yeah, um, yeah. down at the the park and he started catching cramps so hydration 
you know, making sure you drink your water, vitamins, bananas, that stuff is important. Um, then the second day he started catching them in his legs and he ended up shooting an 80, but you know, great overall experience. And, you know, now he's getting ready for a couple more tournaments. I think he's going to go up for the PGA junior uh, in Thomasville. Okay. And he's going to go up to the South Carolina junior match play the CGA event. Okay. So he's going to go up to Gaffney for that. So I don't know if you plan in either one of those, but if, if we, if you do, we'll see you up there. All right. Yeah. I, uh, I wish him all the luck for the rest of the summer. Thank you. Thank you, bro. But listen, thank you so much for being on. Well, You've been a great guest. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm still here. You're still here? Yeah, sorry. It's just like sometimes I'll, it'll you'll cut out, but I'm oh, here. That's okay. That's okay. Well, listen, thank you for being on. We wish you the best of luck. We're going to be following you, and hopefully we'll get a chance to tee it up with you again sometime soon, okay? That's all I could ever wish for. Thank you for talking with me tonight. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Junior Golf Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Also, feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on any of our social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.